now. Now your ideas don't have to wait. Now they have everything they need to come to life. Dell Technologies and Intel are creating technology that loves ideas, loves expanding your business, evolving your passions. We push what technology can do, so great ideas can happen right now. Find out how to bring your ideas to life at Dell.com. Welcome to now. Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Let's go. This is the Rich Eisen Show. Live from the Rich Eisen Show studio in Los Angeles. Question is, is this Chris Paul's moment? Ball out on the perimeter. Long three. Shazam! Is this his time? I want it not just for myself, but for everybody in that locker room. And it sure looks like it. Because every single time where it looked like it could be his moment, the basketball god stepped in and said no. Earlier on the show, NFL Network analyst Greg Rosenthal. Still to come, Tokyo Paralympian Ezra Freck. And now, it's Rich Eisen. Hour number three of the Rich Eisen Show is on the air. Very excited for the interview we're, uh, we're about to have in about 20 minutes time right here on the Rich Eisen Show. We're going to spend a few minutes with Ezra Freck, who is a 16-year-old Paralympian. Um, the youngest member of the USA Paralympic track and field team being sent to Tokyo uh, when the Paralympic Games start August 24th. So we'll be chatting with Ezra in about 20 minutes' time and um, and uh, look forward to that chat. We've already talked uh, with Greg Rosenthal of the Around the NFL podcast. He got my juices flowing just talking NFL stuff and just the the, the conversation we had about Trey Lance and I can't wait. This is one of the aspects of the training camp season. I cannot wait because training camp season is the opportunity for rookie quarterbacks to win a job. I'm imagining the 49ers will give every shot possible to Jimmy G because he's the guy that did take him to the Super Bowl two years ago, and they do have a shot to win the Super Bowl again this year if everybody comes back healthy, certainly from two years ago. Uh, those players that were out from last year that almost won it again Uh for the 49ers two years ago. Can't wait to see how that plays out because Trey Lance, um, by the way, if I'm not mistaken, highest drafted player in the history of the NFL, born in the year 2000. Year 2000. That kid is born this century. Holy crap. (laughs) Um, So... Long story short, he's young, and he's got a huge upside. And the thing about him, based on his physical abilities, the way that the 49ers run, you know, they're always running those plays that can stretch it out, and they slash, and they they just run downhill, all of those running backs. And even, you know, their wide receivers on end arounds can hit you in the mouth. I'm just wondering if what happens if you've got a quarterback who 
gets out on the edge himself how dangerous they can be. And then the next time, Lance hands it off to Mostert and then makes it look like he still has it. My gosh, they could really do some damage with Trey Lance at quarterback. And that's something that's going to be playing out starting just a few weeks' time as well. You know, Debo Samuel comes around the end. Does he have it? Does he not? Oh, he has it. He's going to come hit you in the mouth. He doesn't have it. Oh, Lance is running the other way, and now he throws it to Debo. I mean, the, the, the ability to open up the offense because he has the threat of the run that Jimmy G does not. Man, I can't wait to see what he looks like. That's why they traded up to go get him because they feel he is that generationally talented. So just talking about Lance, who we haven't talked about in a while, and he was the subject matter, you know, prior to the prior to the draft, it was all about what the 49ers were doing. And then after the draft, it's all about what Aaron Rodgers is thinking. And now tonight, we see Aaron Rodgers back on national television. Aaron Rodgers will be performing on national television for the first time since Jeopardy. Since Je- but, yes, uh, Jeopardy. But, but the first time in an athletic competition since the NFC Championship game. And that's what I can't wait to part of what I can't wait to see tonight. I have compiled a list in advance of tonight's broadcast on the Turner family of networks for the match, or pardon me, it's Capital One's the match. Is that what it is? Or Capital yeah. One's the match. Capital One. So it's an apostrophe. The match belongs to Capital One. Yes. But we're, and we're just allowed to peek in on it. Exactly. Right? Okay. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, and, um, you know, some things can be presented by. True. Or, you know, sometimes I'll get a producer in my ear saying, Rich, it's powered by. Can you make sure you say powered by? <laughs> you know, like that sort of stuff. And I'll, and, and I'll just roll my eyes. But then I do know that there is somebody who works very hard in an ad <laughs> yeah. sales department who's just like screaming at a television set. Can't we get it from the host mouth right? Well, they're not paying you to get it right, though. Rich. No, they are paying. Oh, Actually, yeah, they yeah. are. If this is the stuff that keeps yeah. the lights on, I better, I better nail it. Both hashtags do work in case you're wondering for Twitter purposes. Cap- capital One's the match. Okay. Or just the match. Both hashtags. Well, I think work. Capital One's the match. Very long, isn't it? Yeah. Yes. And plus, anything that requires an apostrophe without it in a hashtag looks really strange. But then, and that's just maybe the copy editor and me talking. Agreed. I'm probably thinking too no, no. deep about it. I feel you as well. Okay. That, there you go. Well, you won, uh, you won, uh, an award for Maine's what? Columnist of the Year? Sports yeah, columnist? I am Sports Columnist of the Year 2009. There you go. Wow. I mean, awesome glory years, different, man. Different life ago. Glory days. Like everybody's all American over there. <laughs> different they pass you by. Different life ago. Good job, dude. All right. Here's my top five. You I don't know. Do, do, do you have, is there, is there golf music or? I mean, I, I can't play the song I really want to well, play. Can you play the birds and the, the do you get chirping? The no, I am, my YouTube still is not functioning over here. That's why I couldn't do the sprinklers. Oh, okay. I'm having a, a playback issue. You got play a playback the music issue. I gave you, Mike. What music oh, is that? I know. I'll give you, you know, I I'll just give you gave some him TV. a few. Yeah, I'll, I okay. got something. All right. So these are my top five things I'm hoping to get out of the match tonight. What is this? All right. I'm down with this. Just go with it. Okay, okay, I'll just go with it. I'll change it up. I right. got the, the first. The first aspect. You just turn it Maybe down. Turn right. it down. Oh my god, it's, yeah, it's yeah. up a little. Oh my god. Sorry. All right. The first thing I'm looking for is anything Aaron Rodgers. Aaron, what do we got? Anything? Is there any? <laughs> is anything about Aaron Rodgers' future? A hot mic will pick it up. Anything. You know it's coming in hey, his direction. Brady is going to be needling the. Oh, it's going to be great. <laughs> in, in the many, in the many lead-up videos that I've seen uh, about this. 
um, you know, the, the, the trash talk. I did not know that they played some Jeopardy. I guess Brian Anderson, when all four of them were together a few weeks ago, they played Jeopardy. Oh, wow. And the answer was, you know, everything about Aaron Rodgers. This person is, you know, uh, appeared in Game of Thrones or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and he said um, he's, he's angry at his boss and he's out of options. Who is Aaron Rodgers is what Brady said. <laughs> I mean, they're really, I mean, they're going to, they're coming for him. The calls are coming from within the house. And then I can't wait to see, because he's one of the funniest guys I've uh, in the NFL is Aaron Rodgers. Oh, yeah. yeah. And his response, I guess they asked him to build, you know, the best player, the best golfer out of all four of them. And he said, I'll take my feet and ankles and Phil's calves, because, you know, we won't (laughs) measure them because he's kind of, you know, uh, he's kind of. I guess sensitive about it, but then he gets to the torso and he, he mentions that Brady's, you know, torso looks pretty good. He could have done something surgical to it. And then mentioned how Brady's hairline was a miracle uh to to man. Wow. So it's it's coming. Shots. So anything, Rogers. But uh, any absolutely anything yeah. that allows us to come on tomorrow and say, what did he really mean? Oh yeah. That's number one. All right, put up number two. Larry Fitzgerald's future. Larry is part of the broadcast team tonight. I got to get something. At one point, don't you think that Rodgers might go, hey, you know, Larry, you know, everyone's talking about me. What about you? Yeah, what about you? Or Brady, or what about you, right? I mean, I'll come back if you come back. I don't know. I mean, something. I I want to get something. And at some point, the broadcast should say, I mean, in the same way that Brian Anderson in the lead up to all of this asked Rodgers in a in a media availability, what about your future? I mean, don't you think they should at some point say, Larry, you haven't said anything yet. What do you got? I imagine Barkley is also part of the broadcast. Yes. No filter. I'm sure he'll just board something out. I think he's paired with Larry. Is Larry out on the course or something? It's Trevor Immelman and Cheyenne Woods. and Yeah, I wonder if Larry's like the Roger Balpe, just going to like I walk don't know. around with Why the not? group. It's like, that'd be awesome. And, and at some point, i got to get something. Because Larry hasn't said anything yet. And if he says he's coming back, and you stick him in the slot with A.J. Green out wide one side, and Christian Kirk out as well, Let's go. along with DeAndre Hopkins for Kyler Murray. And the Drake, right? Kenyon Drake. Come on. No, Kenyon Drake went to uh, Las Vegas. Oh. Yeah. Well, uh, it's kind of, that's one right Chase there. Edmonds, right? All right. Edmonds, Number three is, and, and you know, uh, I, I it, it's, it's quite amazing to me that we don't know this just yet, but, you know, uh, who is Bryson DeChambeau? I mean, you've seen him on uh, on on the practice range like a total lunatic, <laughs> right. and he swings from his heels. And you do see him in post match conversations, whatever. But we've never really spent an afternoon or an evening with the guy. Right. He's mic'd up. We're gonna see. Has he got a wicked sm- sense of humor? Does he have a no sense of humor? Is he? You know, I- I'd love to hear him talk about golf and maybe give like Rogers a tip about, if he yeah. requires it. I mean. Or just like you know, it, the way he transformed his body, and he's you know he's always known to be thinking out there on the course. I want to see that in action. Tonight. And also, there is a longer drive competition in one of the holes, just like any tournament that you play in, like a scramble. Correct. That there's a one hole that's the you know prize, I guess, for the longest drive. Are you aware that the 17th hole at the reserve at Moonlight Basin in Montana, where this is going on tonight. Are you where the 17th hole is 777 yards long? <laughs> it's a par five, 777 oh, yards. My God. That seems long. And that's the longest drive hole tonight. 
Oh. The the yardage for the from the tips for if you look at the scorecard online is eight thousand yards. No, and way. that's part of the reason why Phil said that they chose this is because in the big sky thin mountain air oh, that DeChambeau may not know how like he may he may under club himself or over club himself without knowing because he just will hit it a mile anyway and now he's in altitude that 17th hole tonight will someone get 400 yards dude with the roll I guess you know so yeah hole wow. 17 tonight is a 777 yard par 5 Jeez, that's amazing that's a fact. We may have to live bet wow. this tonight, Mikey. Yeah. Yeah. Take a look at the, their card. By the way, the par three before it is 223. So, which is nothing. That's probably what, what, what a, a, a seven iron for, yeah. for DeChambeau. It could be an eight. Five, Some of the clubs out of his bag tonight is going to be amazing. But just who is DeChambeau? I can't wait to see that. Four is anything Brady, man. You know, like his knee. His smack talk has been legendary. I want to hear it. He's just going to be on fire. I mean, Tom yeah, Brady, as we know, this offseason – is out of everything to give. He's at the shop calling people MFers that we don't know what he's referring to. He's already stumbled out of a, a boat parade. He's <laughs> flipping Lombardis. He's carpool karaokeing with James Corden, and he's going to be playing tonight. And let's not forget, last year was the most uh, you know I've ever seen him struggle in a sporting event. He was terrible. I mean, Barkley was calling him out. He was trending. He was getting all sorts of crap, and then he. You know, he, he he holed out from the middle of the fairway. People were live tweeting. They were throwing the tweets right. up like Kepka. Everybody so, was all like, over him. Golf is a very humbling game, and as you know, it's been the su- it's been the spring. It's been what whatever you know. It's been the summer of George for 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 Brady, <laughs> and um, anything Brady tonight. Yeah. I'm all in. All and right. then the number five is this. I, I I'm a big sky guy. You know, Susie and I love to go to Idaho when we, when we when we vacation. I can't wait to see what Montana's going to look like on national TV. Yeah, Big Sky Country, you know, again, it's going to be the, for ball wow. in the air middle of the afternoon in Montana, which means we're going to watch the sun go down. The vistas today are are going to be spectacular. And again, it's in altitude. I can't wait to see the clubs, how they're going to club up, club down, what the shambo's going to look like. You know, on that par five, 777 yards. It's insane. It's going to be terrific. And again, it's part of the country that does not get nationally televised sporting events beamed all around the the world. So I'm, I'm excited for Montana to be showing off its beautiful vistas and the scenery is going to be incredible. All right, Mike, I got you on a weather Can't report wait. right now. So it's 71 yeah. currently. There is a little wind. So we're going to get a wind anywhere yeah, from not, 7 to... It's not to, Florida. It's not like it's going to be uh, pouring rain like it was, you know, last year. Anywhere from 7 to 10 miles per hour wind tonight. Can't wind. wait. Can't wait. It's going to be, be fun. It's a Jack Nicholas course. Let's go. Does that mean Jack's going to be there? Uh, probably not. I'm just pointing out. Par 72. 8,000 yards. That is ridiculous. And that par, that par, um, that par five, 17th, like I said, is going to be the, <laughs> you know, gonna, I think they're going to have a closest to the pin. It's match play. Yeah, of course. So w- I just hope that well, if it's over by 16, we got, they got to play 17. They got to play it out. Yeah, yeah. Well, if it's like three and two or whatever. You know what I mean? Like, exactly. Yeah. We, 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 we got to play it out. I just got to see the, 
I got to see the TV. I want to see some on course. Uh, I want to see some wagers. Well, they're doing to do that. Yeah, I want to see some of that stuff too. Let's 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 go. Do we get anything from Aaron Rodgers or Larry? Zero. Nothing, right? Zero. I think there's going to be enough needling though, especially with Charles the on the broadcast. Be on and I think, like you said, Brady's been all over Rodgers ever since it was announced. So I think they're going to go for it. I mean, Phil is super chatty. During these events, if we've seen in the past with Tiger and last year as well, uh, I'm excited. This is going to be. I'm going to be locked in. Cage is going to. I'm going to pick him up from daycare, and we okay. are going to be locked in. Okay. This, the and then you the got Otani on and the bump Ohtani against your tonight, Red Sox, six thirty. Right. And, um, and game all, one of the finals. All I know is if if you're big TV night, if you're so fortunate. Uh, to have as great a first inning against Otani as my team did last week, <laughs> I would just suggest don't give up seven of your own in the ninth. In the ninth. You got it. Yeah, don't do that. Maybe Matt Cause, Barnes because Araldis Chapman, um, Araldis Chapman has forgotten how to pitch. I've never now, really seen that. Uh, Rich, conveniently, when they started checking, isn't for that sticky interesting? Stuff. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if that few, has anything to do with a few it, Chris. Guys, I have no idea. Have, <laughs> That's anything to do with it because it started around June 10th, right around the time that they're warning that something's coming and you better stop using stuff. Maybe that has nothing to do with it. Maybe. Maybe you just can't get the ball over the plate and anything he does just goes gets hit a country mile. That's possible. Like the polar bear did over the weekend. Mm-hmm. Also, it's the Grom day today. So DeGrom tonight too? Wow. Does DeGrom not pitch the rest of the week because they're going to try and throw him in the All-Star game or is he going to pitch Sunday – for the Mets, and then all of a sudden, yeah, he's he's just going to watch next I Tuesday. Think we'll probably Come make on, him man. have him do a top of an inning. That'll be it. Start the They're game. Not going to have him throw on Tuesday if he's going to throw Tuesday and Sunday, it, dude. They might. I mean, the, the guy yeah, the guy not. couldn't even finish four innings sometime this year. They're never going to do that. What is the plan? I mean, look, he's I, pitching I, Tuesday, which means he could pitch Sunday, right? Which means, yeah, I don't pitch in uh, Colorado. I would love to see Degrom at go. Through the first three six of the how about, how about American DeGrom League order versus Otani to start the game. That's what I'm saying. If he plays, and then, and then just the top of the inning. Can we do this? And then we'll take a break here. Can we do this for the All Star game? And I'll bring it up again tomorrow because I, I want to make sure we're on time for our, our friend Ezra Freck, uh, the Paralympian, who's going to join us in a moment. Can we do the All Star game with no shifts? The shifts illegal in the All Star game. I mean, that's got to be a wink uh, agreement between the managers. Damn right? straight. How about we just like wink and blink and then just say you don't you don't shift. So who are no the, who are the managers? Has that been announced? I'm sure. We just need to pay a little bit closer attention. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> All right, we'll take a break. When we come back, Ezra Freck, uh, the Tokyo Paralympic athlete, the youngest member of the United States Paralympic track and field team. When we come back, we'll give him the much deserved spotlight in a moment. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Are you struggling to close deals? 
Business to business selling is tougher than ever, and that's why I want to tell you about LinkedIn Sales Navigator. LinkedIn Sales Navigator is a sales intelligence platform that helps professionals effectively prospect and engage high-value customers, drive higher revenue, and increase sales performance. Sales Navigator helps you target the right buyers, surface key signals such as job changes or which accounts you should prioritize, and shows you hidden allies so you can find those buyers that are most likely to convert. Fueled by LinkedIn's one billion member platform sales navigator gives you the most up-to-date first-party data enabling you to unlock conversations with the people that matter right now you can try linkedin sales navigator and get a 60-day free trial at linkedin.com direct that is linkedin.com direct for a 60-day free trial let linkedin sales navigator help you sell like a superstar today just go to linkedin.com direct and get started you told a story about the genesis of all right all right yes all right yes. would you please tell that story here's where that comes from so okay. days confused yes genius film i'm in the right bar the right time mm -hmm. and a guy goes hey you ever done any acting you might be right just right for this part <laughs> legendary cast director and producer don phillips and I said, yeah, I was in a Miller Lite commercial for about this long, but you know, maybe I'm, I'm in film school at the time. And he goes, well, come to this address. You might be just right, pick up the script. I go down, I pick up the script. There's three scenes with three lines. And one of the lines is Wooderson out front of the pool hall. The girls walk by, he checks her out going by. And uh, his buddy said, man, you gotta cut that out. You're gonna go to jail for that, Wooderson. And Wooderson steps forward and says, no, man, that's what I love about those high school girls. I get older, but they stay the same age. <laughs> Legendary line, I call it a launch pad line. Nice. Like you're gonna say, unpack anyone, any character who says that and believes it, we can write a book on that guy, right? <laughs> so that was one of the lines. So I go work on those three lines for three weeks. Um, I come back. And they do what's called a makeup and wardrobe test, meaning they're shooting another scene one night. I'm just going to show up. Director's going to step off the set and come and look and go, mm -hmm. great, I approve. Yeah. Well, he comes and looks. He goes, geez, this is Wooderson. It's great. He goes, listen, uh, you're not scheduled to work tonight, but we're over here at the Top Notch drive through And you think Wooderson might want to pick up on the redheaded intellectual, Jake? <laughs> and I'm like, sure. <laughs> and he goes, want to shoot it? I'm like, sure. So I go get in the car. <laughs> I about to shoot my first scene ever in a film. Of your career? Of my career. Mm -hmm. And um, I had been listening to a lot of 70s rock and roll at that time. And there was a certain live recording of a Jim Morrison concert in like Amsterdam or somewhere where he barks at the crowd, all right, all right, all right, all right. Four times, real aggressively though. I'm not thinking about that, but this comes back. So I'm in the car and I'm like, who's my man? I'm nervous. I'm about to hear after, who's my man? Who's Wooderson? I said, well, I'm about my car. And I go, well, I'm in my 70 Chevelle. Yes. There's one. Mm -hmm. I said, I'm about getting high. I said, well, Slater's riding shotgun. You know, he's got a Dubois rolled up. <laughs> <laughs> There's two. And I said, and I'm about rock and roll. And I said, well, I got Nugent Stranglehold in the eight track, man. There's three. And I hear action. And I look up and in my mind, I go, and I'm about chicks. I got three out of four. Let's go get the fourth. All right. All right. All right. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> that was it. So First words I ever said on screen. First words I ever said. And that was the three affirmations of those three things I had. When they were, there we go. Our favorite guest, Matthew McConaughey. Check out all of his appearances, youtube.com slash Rich Eisen Show.
We're on Peacock, NBC Sports on Peacock. Uh, PeacockTV.com is how you can get Peacock for free. And if you haven't gotten it yet, you should, certainly in time for the Olympics, because Peacock will have a, uh, a crucial role to play in bringing you uh, the Olympics in a very unique way. And uh, we hope you, you check it all out. Um, the Rich Eisen Show will be on every single day during the Olympics. And it being Olympic season, because it's not just the Olympic Games coming up, the Summer Games a year delayed in Tokyo starting later on this uh, month. But the Paralympic Games start on August 24th and run all the way through to September 5th. And this young man is the youngest member of the USA Paralympic track and field team. And we say congratulations to making the team to one of Los Angeles' finest. Tokyo Paralympic athlete Ezra Freck here on the Rich Eisen Show. Nice to meet you, Ezra. Nice to meet you as well. Thank you for having me. Congratulations. Congrats. Thank you. Thank you very much. Walk me through your journey here, Ezra. When did you know you said uh, where you're like, you know what, I want to I wanna try for the, the Paralympic uh, team in track and field. I'm going to go for it. Walk me through that for you. Yeah, for sure. I, uh, ever since I was a little kid, growing up, uh, sports was a huge part of my life. And it wasn't until I was about eight years old I began track and field. And then in 2016, I watched the, the Rio 2016 Paralympics. And at that moment, I, I told my parents, we were all sitting on the couch, I said, I'm going to make the 2020 Tokyo Paralympic team. And, uh, you know, that's when I really put my head down. I, I, I put it out in the universe. And now, five years later, it would have been four, but it got postponed. So yes. five years later, I, uh, I made that dream a reality. So, yeah, it's, it's been a wild journey for sure. So you were 11? When you said that about wanting to play in the 2020 games, is that... Yeah, I was 11 when I said I wanted to make the team. <laughs> wow. So what, what's instilled in you to be an 11-year-old with such a lofty goal and such a competitive spirit, Ezra? I, it was, you know, I, I loved to compete, and I, I saw a dream that I, I knew I could make it happen. And it's, it's, it's one of those, it was one of those moments where you look back and you're like, that was that was that was it. That was where, that was where something took over me. Where I, I knew it was like it was like I was told like this is what you're you're meant to do. This is where the journey's meant to go. And so I I watched those games. I was inspired heavily by all the competition, and I said I will be there one day. And then now, grateful for all for the journey. But five years later, I, I am there. What is congenital limb differences, Ezra? For those who may not know, what is that? Yeah, um, a little bit of the, the medical background. I was basically I was born with a left leg that was curved in towards my waist, and I was born with one finger on my left hand. And I had a surgery at two and a half years old, and the doctors removed the curved part of my left leg, and then transplanted the big toe from my left leg that was curved in onto my left hand. So I, I went from having one finger on my left hand to having two. So I could pick things up, hold things as a baby, and then now I got a stump at two and a half years old that could fit into a prosthetic leg much easier. So those are the congenital limb differences that I had growing up and uh, the surgeries there. So then your sport is what, Ezra? What do you got for me, for, for those who may not know? Yeah, I, I played a lot of basketball growing up. Basketball is my favorite sport for a while, but I, uh, right now I, I qualified in track and field. So track and field has been my main sport for the past four or five years ever since that moment in 2016 that's where track and field took over i mean unbelievable what's your training regimen ezra what is it yeah the training the training's awesome i mean i i love the work me and my coach say you know we're, we're the hardest workers out there so we you know so now we're in summer we're putting in two times a day at the track we have a weightlifting session three to four times a week we recover well we train well 
we eat well. I, I, I basically, I, I say it every day to, to my coach. I say I'm willing to sacrifice everything. So I, I do sacrifice as much as I possibly can um, to put myself in the best possible position going into Tokyo. Do you train? I mean, do you sacrifice a teenage life? Is that what yes, you're pretty much what you're referring to? I do sacrifice a teenage life as much as it sucks. You know, it's it's the life that I it's the life that I chose. I, I don't stay out as late with my friends. Sometimes I don't go out on Fourth of July. I didn't stay out. I didn't even go out at night on Fourth of July. I came back because I had training the next morning to to take ice bath and recover. So I, I do sacrifice a teenage life in some sense. Yeah. Well, I'm I'm a 52 year old man saying you didn't miss anything on July Fourth. <laughs> don't, don't don't worry about it. I mean, so um, but you do have the rewards of 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 succeeding at a level that few people do regardless of how they were born, Ezra. So I congratulate you on that as well as what you've done with Angel City Sports. What is that? Because we see that on the photographs on the screen of you competing, um, that there is a logo on, uh, on your, on your, I guess, gear. What, what is that Angel City Sports? Yeah, Angel City Sports is a nonprofit that my family and I started to provide sports opportunities for people with physical disabilities like myself in Southern California. Um, we realized there was just there was no adaptive sports. You think you think about it like someone in a wheelchair, they can't just roll up to the YMCA and play pickup basketball against all the other stand-up guys. And there's lots of equipment involved and, and very few access to sports for people with physical disabilities. So um, we recognize we recognize that gap. And then, you know, we filled it in, providing a community, providing sports opportunities, clinics, competitions. Um, all, five years ago, back in 2013, we started that. Or no, sorry, eight years ago. That's eight years ago. Eight years ago in 2013, we started that. Um, and, uh, yeah, we, we provide sports for people with physical disabilities. And it's, it's you know, I, living with a physical disability is difficult. You, you feel like an outsider everywhere you go. You, you don't feel like you fit in. So we provide a place where, where people with physical disabilities can go where, you know, they feel like they're just one of the guys. They feel like they fit in. And actually, being completely able-bodied, having all your limbs, is makes you more different in that type of scenario when everyone else has a physical disability as well. So it's uh, it's been a blessing to, to provide that for the community. Under-17 high jump world champion, Ezra Freck, U.S. Paralympic track and field member here on the Rich Eisen Show in advance of the uh, Paralympic Games that start on August 24th in Tokyo, Japan. Have you ever been uh, abroad uh, in Tokyo, is this going to be your first time in Asia? What are your travels? It'll be my first time in Asia, that's for sure. I've been I've been to Switzerland for for the Junior World Championships, mm-hmm. but uh, never to Tokyo. No. Okay, that's going to be amazing for you. And um, what does it mean for your family for you to have achieved this, Ezra? Walk me through when you were able to inform them that you got what you wanted out of this. Yeah, it was, it was a pretty special moment. I mean, my family sacrifices a lot. My parents sacrifice a lot. My brothers sacrifice a lot for me to even, you know, go after my dreams in this type of way. So they, my parents and my, my only my dad was able to be there at the trials to see me qualify, but my, my entire family was watching back in Los Angeles. So it was a special moment. I FaceTimed them after mm. lots of tears. But uh, it was it was beautiful. It was a beautiful moment for sure. One that I'll never forget. Of course, beautiful is a great way to describe it, Ezra. I wish I could have seen something like that because, I mean, I cannot imagine um, having a child um, look at me at age eleven and say, "I want to make the Olympics." Right? I mean, if my eleven-year-old <laughs> says that, you know, obviously my wife would set out to do whatever we wanted, whatever we could do to make it happen, and then for you to do it is incredible. I appreciate uh, I, that. Thank you. It is it is such a rarity in this world to 
to have somebody set out to do it. And it must have, like I said, I'm, I'm, I'm so thrilled for you and your family. So um, what about school? Are, are you looking at colleges right now? Ezra? Yeah, yeah, I'm looking at colleges. It's summer, so I'm trying to forget about school a little bit. Okay. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. But uh, but no, I, I I'm looking at colleges a little bit. I mean, I I I just graduate. I just got through sophomore year, so I have a few more years till I graduate. Okay. But um, but yeah, taking it day by day. I'm just glad to be in summer and not have to do schoolwork and training and then do it all together. Okay. And uh, did I see uh, your your school on your on some of your shorts on some of these photographs right here, Ezra? Did I see you rocking your? Is it Brentwood? Did I see? <laughs> Yeah, yeah, good eye. That that is, that, yeah, that is. That. Okay. Well, congratulations to you and everybody in your school, and you represent your school, the city of, of angels in the United States. I'm I'm getting just even emotional for you just talking about it. What Thank do you, you want? What do you want people, uh, kids who are 11 years old, who might be sitting um, wherever they're sitting, um, with a similar um, uh, disability, uh, and wondering what they should do. Even if I did use the proper word, I don't know if that's the word you'd want me to use, but no, no, uh, that's you know, yeah, okay. kids with physical disability are all good. Okay, hundred percent. I mean, I think, I, I think one message I want to get across is like, like the odds can be beat here, right? Likely, the eleven-year-old that told his parents that he was going to make the Tokyo twenty twenty team, the odds were not in my favor, and I was not expected to do that. It wasn't likely for me to accomplish something like that. Right, but when you set out to when you set out to accomplish a goal and, and you give everything you have, the odds can be beat, and then anything is truly possible. And uh, and so for any kid living with a physical disability out there, you know who feels like an outsider, feels like they might not fit in, you will find your people. And uh, if you set out to accomplish your goal and you give everything you have, the odds can be beat, just like just like I have, and I will continue to do so. So, um, you know, it's when I feel I feel I, I, I feel blessed to be to be born in this time. And uh, again, given this opportunity to make the U.S. team, this is all a dream for me. It's all a dream come true. So if, if I can make it happen, then anyone can. Angelcitysports.org is how people can get uh, associated with yes. your organization, correct? That's 100%, how people do it? yes. All right, Ezra. Go crush it, man. <laughs> Thank you. Go bring home the gold. I'll be looking out there rooting for you. Thanks for the call, and let's, let's talk uh, on the back end of it, regardless of of uh, how you fare or what have you. It doesn't matter. Let's check back in with each other, okay? 100%. I appreciate it. I appreciate you having me on. Anytime. That's uh, Ezra Freck, at Team Ezra 05 on Twitter and Instagram. Let's go, Ezra. Right here on the Rich Eisen Show. Good luck, show. brother, man. Crush it. Those parents must be out of their minds. Oh, amazing. And, okay, so you've made the Olympic team, okay? You've started your own organization. Do you just basically call up any school in America, say, I want to come, and <laughs> when can you receive me? Wait for them to say yes. <laughs> I'm assuming his grades are, are uh, up to snuff. If they're anything remotely clo- close to snuff, I mean, yeah, I've, I've, I've started this organization to help people um, and help people similar to me, and I, at age 11, set a goal to make the Olympic team, and then I did it. And uh, I'd like to come to your school. What what time can you receive me? Can you send a car? <laughs> can you? <laughs> <laughs> Can't wait till he goes there. Then his name, image, and likeness deal will be set right up, man. Oh my goodness. Good for him. Age 16. Amazing. Youngest member of the Paralympic team going to Tokyo, USA. You kind of nailed that too, Rich, with your question about uh, giving up that normal teenage life. That is... 
He's got a different uh, different path than pretty much any Olympian. Most kids, you know what I mean. Any age. Olympian, yeah. any Olympic athlete, has been on the grind since they were a child. Yeah. Like not, I don't know how many Olympic athletes. Maybe I'll I'll ask NBC Sports Research for this. Like, what is the latest a member of the U.S. Olympic team started playing their sport? Like picked up their sport. Yeah. yeah. There's nobody who's just Great like, question. yeah, I'm a 24-year-old. I just started when I was 19. Yeah, I just picked up that discus, you know, <laughs> figured, you know, that looks heavy. Let me see how far I can throw it. And four years later, here I am. Like, you know, like that doesn't. Sure, sure, sure. I know I just oversimplified it. Yeah, I'm coming, NBC, to talk <laughs> Olympics. That's the guy. That's the, that's, I'm your guy. I'm your guy. Boy, that javelin looks long. How far can I throw it? I like the pool. Let's see if I can swim. Let me swim. see. Let me Let's see. see. I, I can doggy paddle. Let's see if I can. Yeah, I'll try the breaststroke. Oh, I'm good at this. Four years later. Boom. Now I'm in the little pool by the big pool that I have no idea what the little. Remember? The little pool. Remember oh, yeah, the baby pool. By the way, that's coming to your coverage, NBC. Here it yeah, comes. The little pool. The baby Honestly, pool. I don't understand. I never understand. I, got, I can't wait to ask an actual Olympic athlete. You just, you just, you just did a dive. You get out of the big pool. Then you go in the little pool. What's, yeah, the, what's, yeah, little what's pool. in the little pool? I think the little pool is like a hot tub situation. Is that what it is? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. That's my guess. Yeah. Okay. Because I, I know when I grew up, the little pool, don't drink that water. Oh, no, 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 no. In the little pool. <laughs> don't drink any pool water. Don't drink pool water. Don't drink I mean, that was a general sense of things, but growing yes. up, certainly in a little pool, don't do it. It's coming your way, peacock. <laughs> no, Here I, I come. not going to say what I was going to say. Here I come. Top-notch Olympic. Coverage. It's a hot tub. Is that what it is? Oh, you yeah. just, you looked, just it looked it up. Why do they use hot tubs? I was saying, after what did you, what did you Google? I just looked up. Uh, What's the little pool by the big the pool, pool yeah. for Olympic divers? Okay. Okay. So go in the hot tub. And it said, yeah, because oh. why do Olympic divers use so they, hot tubs? So do they have jets? Do they have jets? They turn the jets on for uh, a little bit of massage. Uh, might be the, the cold. Anticipating the heat from a whole lot of bodies, the drop in air temperature is way down, and the uh, pools have water cooler than the divers like. The hot tub typically kept at 100 degrees, according to some whatever, you know, you, is a place for the keep okay. their muscles warm and loose. You know what? My, you know what my, here's, here's the reason why I would never service? be able to be an Olympic diver, and I understand that Ezra just basically told anybody, yeah. if you put your mind to it, anything can happen, which is the beautiful thing about it. Is I would need some rosé. I was gonna say, yeah. What's the bottle service? Like you know what I mean? Like I'd need some rosé. I know, would DJ my rose? outside the tub. And all of a sudden, like my <laughs> next dive would be a total belly flop because I'm dizzy. <laughs> Give him some music. Oh my goodness. Oof. Encore Beach Club. My gosh. Sign me up. I'm in. My gosh. It's like the south of France over here. <laughs> here I come, Connecticut. Here I come. Aren't they so excited for me? Late night? What time is your show on? 11 in the morning. Oh, 11 a.m. 11 a.m. I was going to say. Because that's midnight Tokyo. As soon as it's over. Yeah, boom, boom. Here I come. I was going to say, if it was 11 p.m., you know, you could have some rosé on Uh, set. Why not? Well, it's 5 o'clock somewhere. It's midnight in Tokyo. People are off the clock there for for seven hours. You know? True. So, all right. Uh, we'll take a break and we'll close up shop here today and set up the rest of our week. Take your phone calls and more next on The Rich Eisen Show here on this busy Tuesday. O'Reilly Auto Parts, people. Let's talk about them. They're in the business of keeping your car on the road. We all know when something goes wrong with your car and you need maintenance and you need it fast and you need to make sure it's done right. 
That's when you turn to O'Reilly Auto Parts. Friendly, helpful service, and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. And the team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you find just the right battery for your vehicle. The professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts are your one-stop shop for all things auto. Do it yourself, and you can find what you need in store or online. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today. Or visit us at O'ReillyAuto.com slash Eisen. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash Eisen. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system, Shopify's got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout, 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms, and sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. What I love about Shopify is how no matter how big you want to grow, Shopify gives you everything you need to take control and take your business to the next level. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash westwood1. All lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash westwood1 now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash westwood1. Mike Del Tufo over there when Justin Hartley of This Is Us was here on Friday he planks weights on his back okay there he is putting plank after plank those are 45 pounds he waves on more weight see come on let's get some more <laughs> right Del Tufo sees this and he goes oh, I could I could do that is what he oh. said and he said, and, no, he said, he said he would do, he said he would do 145. 145. Now, we took that. When you say when he can do 145, how much weight do you think that means? Just off 145. Of right. No. no. <laughs> One plate that weighs 45 pounds. Oh, 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 Mike Del Tufo, how long you say you can do this? A minute. Come on. All right, here we go. Mike, get off your knees. 45 pounds. Now, go. The right spot in your mind, buddy. Come on. Look at him. All we see is the finish line, baby. All we see Coach him up, Herb. Coach him up. See. Victory is simple, baby. Ooh. Right oh, now, uh-oh. Was a don't worry about okay. the body, baby. Our mind's controlling our body. Our preach, mind Michael, preach. our mind. We got this, baby. We got this. We gonna show the world. That's what you're about to show. What do we got? Show the world, baby. Don't worry oh, about it. Just hold it 24 seconds. Don't worry about it. Flatten out, Don't worry about it. Flat now, worry about it. You got go. two blocks out. Right. You got two blocks gone. Halfway home. You got two blocks gone. You Halfway got two home. more go. All she, just see that finish line. Look at the glory. Look at your chest touching the tape. Get your chest on that tape. Look at you, baby. 20 you're seconds coming to go. In. You're coming in 20 seconds, baby. You can finish this, man. We can do this. Oh, 
Let's go, Irv. Come on. And now, <laughs> oh, jeez. The airing of grievances. <laughs> My God. Oh. No. Wait, I think you, you know they're done more. Right? Well, I want it, so I waved Rich off for another 10. You waved them. You I want another 10. You could have I do that every day, people, at the gym. I can't tell. I do it. I do it. I love you, Mooch. I can't tell. Did you, I, I did not think I was going to be able to do that. Mike, I got to be honest with you. I did not think you were going to do that. But the fact that you did it, and by the way, great Mike, coaching up. Yeah, you're a Way to go, baby. Way to go, man. Way to work, baby. Mooch, I'm proud. Yeah, I just had a clock on you. Uh, Mike Del Tufo apparently uh, is, is now listed as questionable for Tuesday's Rich Eisen show. You good? Probable. Your problem? I love it. <laughs> three years ago, three and a half years Ooh. ago, almost. YouTube.com slash Rich Eisen Show for our full archive. Back here on this Rich Eisen Show radio affiliate, 844-204-RICH is the number to dial. Let's go to Ken in Idaho. I was talking all about the beautiful big sky country. How are you, Ken? Hey, Rich. Doing great. Uh, first time. Uh, first, I'd like to thank you for being back uh, on the radio. Thanks, sir. Uh, I'm a truck driver, and my uh, right. faithful Beagle Lily and I are doing Idaho and Nevada today, and oh, the three hours of content wow. that you're putting out there helps to pass the miles, and you're putting out the smartest and uh, funniest stuff on the radio right now, so thank I appreciate you. it. Thank Don't you. Get it. And, uh, so, 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 hold on a second. Before, things, before, before you get into this, I have a question for you, okay? What is it? Yes, what is so? Is Lily sitting shotgun or like where is Lily the beagle? Yeah, right Lily now? sits shot. Yeah, Lily sits shotgun, or she goes back and lays on her blankie back in the sleeper and looks out the window. And Fantastic. if we see a bunch of cows on the side of the road, she actually knows how to roll down the window, so she'll roll it down and stick her head out and howl at the cows. <laughs> wow, so it's great fun! So it's just like Fred from Smoking the Bandit, right? That's what we got here. He- yeah, something right? like that. He's bound to download it up and trucking. Okay, very good. Uh, now I'm done. What are you? Uh, the floor is yours. My apologies. My apologies. Oh, yes, sir. Well, thank you. Go for it. What's, hey, a couple of bolt-ons to your uh, list for the match. Um, mm-hmm. Number six, uh, how about Barkley uh, walking 8,000 yards at altitude? That yeah, great. I don't know. I think Charles is going to be in a fix. They're going to give him a cart. I think they're going to give him a cart. I think he's going to be in a fixed position, quite frankly. Uh, I think he'll be yeah, in a tower, I, I think. Yeah, I still want him. I still want him walking. And how about number seven, uh, Larry Fitzgerald, uh, minority owner of the Suns, and uh, Aaron Rodgers, minority owner oh, of the, the box. Bucks that's, from, uh, NBA spec oh, box. wager I like that. that. That's one wager. I like that. I like that a lot. Okay. Yeah. And I, I and hey, and then my that. last thing on Hard Knocks. Mm-hmm. I will watch Hard Knocks if they'll do an expose on Jimmy Johnson going into the Hall of Fame as part of Cowboys Hard Knocks with Troy Aikman introducing him. And watching Jerry Jones's head explode. What do you think, DJ? I don't think. By the way, by the way, this is I, a fantastic call. You great. need to come and, back because you've you've you brought up a couple of things that I I I I I hear you on. I think Jerry and Jimmy are cool. I seems think, like right? It. I think they are. But thanks for the call, and you be well, be safe, and best to Lily the Beagle. I love that. Okay. So, you know, I mean, that's part of the reason Dallas is because Jimmy's going in and so is Drew, right? Those are the two Cowboys mm-hmm. that are going in, correct, Drew Pearson? Yes. And the Steelers are playing in this game because Paul Amalo is going in. Paul Amalo. By the and way, Coward. that was from two years ago. And Bill Cowher is yeah. going in. Wow. That's right. Part of the super class. You forget. These guys were in, named years ago, practically, and they're I, I, finally going in. And the speeches began five minutes ago. <laughs> so we're done by the Sunday night. It's going to take forever. <laughs> but 
I think Jerry, that's another. I mean, there's going to be there's going to be some Jimmy Jerry moment on Hard Knocks behind the scenes and them hugging each other. That's all we'll be talking about the next day. Period. End of story. You're right. This is going to be good stuff. Right, I'm already Films sold. I'm already sold. I'm in it. on the Cowboys. Films, Films is going to be all over it. So I'm looking up right now, uh, and the match between Italy and oh. and, um, and England's Spain. about to start. Italy and Spain. I mean, pardon me, Italy, Italy and Spain. Italy and Spain. Spain. My bad. In oh, in Wembley, oh, and yeah. it's England and Denmark tomorrow, tomorrow. in Wembley. At Wembley. Right. And the uh, semifinal of the Euro Cup 2020 here in 2021. It looks like are they are they green screened or they're there they're nah, there they're right there. they're there they're there I I they I, are there. I, I, I I'm, I'm, I'm now that I know that here's what uh, John Campion right yep and uh, Taylor Twelman Taylor Twelman have in yep. common with me I've been in that area uh-huh. I've called two football games for that area it's called the Gantry and it's tight right it's tight. tight that is some tight quarters man there's no the social distancing in the Gantry. Wrong. Now they looked twice. They, they were they were they were shoulder to shoulder practically. Yeah, yeah. and yeah, it's just the two of them. Try it with two other guys. Me, Mooch, Kurt, and Irv. In I the imagine. Gantry. I imagine they have a spotter as well. You guys had a spotter, and what's oh, the yeah. spot? What are you spotting? What are you spot? you a spotter who, with who? the binoculars. It no. gives you like the who's going after the yeah. ball, who's making the hits, who's getting fouled. I mean, you can kind of know it, right? Uh, I'm just saying. I mean, I I, I need to know. 22 guys plus, you know, probably about 20 more. One of my favorite stories of Al Michaels was uh, Malcolm Butler. When he made that interception. He'd only played it. Well, he had mentioned him just a few moments before. If he hadn't, I I don't know if he would have been able to, as great as he is, find him on his card and know who he was. I mean, he was was deep on the roster. He was the sixth defensive back. I know. Oh, speaking of the Patriots. We saw a ver- there's a rarity just happen in New England. Like this is like a a comet across the sky in New England. This is what's what else is rare? What what can you say is rare? Other than a jet Super Bowl appearance. Oh right. Sorry. Tough guy. <laughs> I'm talking about just in real life. What's a rarity? Boom. Once in a lifetime. This is what's in a lifetime. Teed it up for me. Um an NFL player through his agent has publicly demanded a trade from the New England Patriots. Nikhil Harry. See you, bro. Has <laughs> his agent has sent out a two-paragraph statement. Yeah. Wow. Uh, having informed the Patriots today that I'm formally requesting a trade on behalf of my client and making it public. Huh. As if the Patriots haven't had enough of a headache watching the number of players that were on the board succeed elsewhere. DK Metcalf, AJ Brown. Great. Wow. Bye bye. How's that going to work? Uh, no one's going to miss him, and it's not even going to be a blip on a radar. He's going to be, I'm sure he'll be gone. And, uh, that, and that's that. Really? You're just going to give him what he wants? Yeah. He, there's no spot for him. With, you the, with the pass catchers that they had gotten free agency. There's no spot for him. So He will continue to work hard to develop and refine his craft. That's what he says. Yeah, I mean, I feel bad for him. He was kind of put in a no-win situation with where he was drafted and how the guys right. behind him have had the success that they've had. After so, He missed a large portion of his rookie year to injury. His yeah. draft day expectations for his NFL career have not changed, yeah. says his uh, agent, Jamal Tucson. Yeah. Hey, he will continue to work hard to develop and refine his craft, uh, which means, I guess, if... Go to Wimbledon, right, TJ? How would that 
<laughs> I mean, you don't connect those dots. A, yeah. Do you see who was in Wimbledon this weekend? No, Ben Simmons. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, wait a second, McKeel Henry. McKeel Henry continuing to work hard to develop and refine his craft, which means he'll be watching some tennis across the pond <laughs> with his lady friend. You got right? me there, dude. That's his. That I mean, that's I mean, when a, when a fan base is so upset. You got to leave the country. It's about your optics. Ask it. Does that kind of makes him a Jay Cutler of the Sixers? Uh oh. Jay well. Cutler's riding a bicycle, losing an NFC Championship game to the Packers one day, then limping down Rodeo Boulevard with Kristen Cavallari. The later on that week, that's that kind of sends the fan base up, uh, up, up, uh, you know, into a tizzy. And here he is. Not I'm not playing in the Olympic Games. I'm going to work hard. Like he could have been in some gymnasium all day long, took all the shots, and then go out and enjoy some tennis. Yeah, I'm sure there's. A well, how'd you think, how's that sitting down there in Philadelphia? I personally didn't know. So I'm imagining a lot of people had no idea. <laughs> that he was I don't there. know. I kind of crossed my uh, Twitter feed. Yeah, I, it's kind of everywhere. I didn't see that at all. But good for him. He was definitely working on his shot based on the video I saw. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was so confused. Working on a game. That. I mean, he's doing a lot of scoring. Who's he with now? Is it one of those? I don't know. Uh, uh, All I know she... is, hey, the score. The score was. Uh, what would you say? What's his number? Twenty-five. Twenty-five. Love. Uh, my, Maya Jamma is his. Uh, oh, very friend. good. And she is a presenter on TV and radio online. Hey, he is allowed to do whatever he wants to do. Yeah. He is allowed to do whatever he wants. All, all, all I know is that there's such a thing in the world is called optics. Well, the and optics if he wants still- to stay in Philadelphia, you know, it, it's like, you know, watch tennis on on uh, on TV. Well, I think maybe he's going over there because but- it rains a lot in London, right, Chris? It rains a lot in London. Okay. And where else does it rain a lot in America? Uh, the Pacific Northwest, okay. where Portland is. So maybe oh. he's just getting himself acclimated to the new weather. For who? For, For who? Well, who do you want back? Who well, do you want back? There's no team CJ in Seattle. McCollum and the, oh, you want Lillard, right? You there's want Lillard no team for starters. Well, I mean, come on. And McCollum. Get them both. Get the well, rain. I get mean, look, now you're getting greedy. We oh, can't get greedy. Okay. okay. I'm the one getting greedy. Well, all I'm saying is maybe he's I'm getting sorry. used to the weather. I'm getting greedy. Okay. Again, maybe, maybe, you know, a great line from Hoskins. What do you think? <laughs> you're you say you're not greedy, but you still did take you know you still did take Porzingis for Lonzo Ball when I was trading for the other ball. You did accept that. What? I don't know what one has In to do with the other. League. That was but, a great line. Oh man! Hey, no, hey, I'll talk to you after the show, Hoskins. Okay. Maybe, maybe, maybe Ben. And this might this might cost me a future interview with him or not. But maybe he was working on his netball shooting. That's what they play over there, right? In the in the UK, they play a little netball. They play a little netball. I thought he'd want to watch the Wimbledon at his new house with no basketball court. What? He, oh, he's got a new house and there's no he, basketball. He just court. bought a new house out here, and there's three kitchens, two pools, and no basketball hoop at the house. <laughs> like I said. <laughs> Dame time in Philly next year. Let's go. Oh, no way. No way. Let's you go. are out of your mind. Well, isn't that what a fan is, Rich? You can be you a little fanatical. You have to. Out of your mind. mind. All right, predictions tonight. What do we got, boys? What do we got? We got big uh, sports night. NBA Finals game one. Who you got? Suns. Giannis is upgraded to questionable. Suns. I'm going to pick the Bucks today. <laughs> game okay. one. That report from Malika Andrews, who, by the way, is it's reported she will be doing the sideline reporting work tonight on 
She will. The NBA Finals coverage. Uh, who you got in the match this afternoon as oh, well. Oh, uh, I'm going to take Brady, and I'm taking Brady and Phil. Brady and Phil. Brady and Phil, the underdogs. Why? Uh, <laughs> DeChambeau's better, and Rodgers is better. Okay, lead the fifth. I'm taking Brady. As you know, I am done. Going against Tom Brady. You can't, I told you that. I told you guys that. Last, last, year, last year going into the season, I chose the Bucks to win the Super Bowl, and then I got off them twice. And I said, I am done with that. I am done with it. When I say I'm done with it, I'm done with it in, in every way, shape, and form. And and I'm taking Otani to beat your Red Sox tonight, too. Otani <laughs> tonight? Okay. Yeah. How about Italy and Spain? Oh, gosh. I mean, come on. There's no question. Right? I'll take Italy. Yeah. Oh, I don't know if we want right now. I'll take Italy. Just because I love that food. Enjoy the sports, oh, I mean, baby. Yeah. Great, great day of great sports. Enjoy TV, that man. day Enjoy of it. sports indeed. Enjoy it. That's it for today's show. We will see you on Wednesday here on the Rich Eisen Show. For those on Peacock, stay right where you are. We'll take you, help you matriculate your way through NBC Sports on Peacock Day.